1: Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. For all all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
0: You know, we were talking about Rich Paul, Clutch. LeBron, and the Lakers um, just got a new player. Christian Wood decided after no teams wanted him in free agency to finally sign with the Lakers on a vet minimum deal. Um, How do you feel about this addition to their team, Justin? Because if I were to gauge Lakers Twitter, like they just became... Super
1: team, unbeatable. (laughs) It's crazy they got the one guy nobody else in the league wanted super team though anyway um he's a good offensive he's a good scorer i'll put it that way he was one of the more efficient pick and roll finishers in the league playing with luca last year um he might have been the most efficient pick and roll finisher in the league which is like pretty good but he's literally bad at everything else Bad. Not, not
0: that like, offsets it. Hmm? You think that offsets it? That it negates his oh, value? It,
1: it? Definitely does. One, he's like a well-known bad vibes guy. Every he's like been on a different team every year for like the past five years because, despite how talented he is, because he just is a bad vibes guy. For one,
0: bad vibes guy. I like that. Is that a thing? <laughs> is that what? Is that a thing? Did you coin That's that term? Thing.
1: I didn't coin it, but, like, that's – yeah, he's one of those dudes that
0: <laughs>
1: apparently rubs people the wrong way, both from a teammate standpoint and from, like, a front office and coaching standpoint. Um, so that's one thing. Secondly, I think just the, the negative that he brings defensively, rebounding, um, not being the best passing guy – well, he's a decent rebounder, but, like, defensive rebounding – um not a great passing guy he's just a good play finisher he can hit an open jump shot he can finish around the rim. that's about it like he can score but like i said everything else is not just average it's bad so if they have enough pieces around him to cover up for those weaknesses then it's a great signing for a bet minimum um but he's not anything that's going to make me think, yo, he puts them over the top to beat XYZ in the playoffs. Like the people that they're going to need to beat these other teams in the playoffs are already on the roster. He's just a guy that can help them regular season, you know, spot minutes here, there, create more lineup versatility, whatever, that type of thing.
0: Where do you have the, the Lakers this season? Top four team?
1: Yeah, for sure. They're one of the best teams in the league, I would would think. I would put them – I mean, I think the top four – I would say the top three teams in the West in terms of, like, championship um, aspirations are Denver, Lakers, and Golden State. Phoenix talent-wise is right up there, but I don't think they check all the boxes for a championship team. They're just, like, a team that was put together literally this summer. Like, they have, like, 12 maybe new players or something like that um defense is a question all that good stuff but they do have the talent but as far as continuity star power depth talent experience denver lakers and golden state are the top teams for me
0: Hmm. (laughs) yeah interesting i'm not buying the stock of the lakers yet um we'll see see. in the regular season um because I just always think with them it's always like a...
1: they're one injury away.
0: Yeah. Um okay, and then like you know, I mean, of course, there is the great Austin Reeves, and you know, maybe it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> that is- they
0: have him and he'll just carry if anybody's out. Thanks. Nice. Um, okay. So they're USA basketball, they're over, they're
1: over in what country are they in? Um, were in
0: the Philippines?
1: Philippines. I'm, I'm, don't quote me on that.
0: All right. Well, they're away <laughs> playing for the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> but, and at their event they're, they're about to play Germany next. They advanced to the semis, right? So it's Germany. They faced in the semis, I think. Um, but mm. they lost to Lithuania and it was a whole big deal. Um, which we don't really got to get into this, but it was the whole, are they world champions, not world champions, blah, blah, blah. It was like a whole debate that raged after Noel, Noel Lyle's comments, right, um, about them being referred to as world champions. He doesn't think that they should be. Um, so then when they lost to Lithuania, people were just like, oh, see, he was right. And then they bounced back and they, they like really destroyed Italy and um you know whatever so but in the course over this like they've won but like it it seemed to be a consistent thing from everybody that like this was their best showing like in terms of how they played the, the game versus Italy how they played how they looked taking care of business just this is the best performance they put on eh, excuse me to this date in the people cup So some criticisms have come out about your beloved coach, Kerr, um, Steve Kerr, and maybe some of his lineups, the roles he's asking people to play. Um, You know, everyone's like, you're trying to run the stuff that you do in Golden State, but you don't have that person now. So, you know, I'm just curious if you have any thoughts um, about the way, I mean, I expect Team USA to still win. Right. That's what they should do. I know Ant is having like a big time, great time out there. Mikel Bridges has had like a good game. I know Brandon Ingram is struggling. All those things. These are not the superstars of the league. They're like the younger stars. Right. So um, how much of it do you think in terms of any struggles you may see or anything like that? Like the fact that they can't really get anything out of like Brandon Ingram yet or he, he played a little better in the last game. But how much of it do you, do you think is like coaching? How much is it just like the the talent like you know of the other teams? And then how much of it is it just like I don't know. like I don't know how you put like the players are playing on different teams like that they would they, then they're not playing like with their regular teams. they're playing with a bunch of new guys. Maybe it's hard to make that adjustment. We know they're good players. So I don't want to say like they don't have the talent. Got your happy price price line
1: um i do think it's fit play style stuff like that like you'll see the bench will come in and they'll just like blow teams completely out of the water because the bench is kind of full of guys who move the ball quickly make good decisions move around without the ball and stuff like that whereas the starters especially when they had Ingram in they have a bunch of guys who kind of get tunnel vision visiony um and that's just not going to work against a lot of these teams, um, especially with the heightened physicality and, and the different rules and stuff like that. So it's kind of a mix of like, know your personnel, get the right combinations right. And it's also a mix of, hey, as a player, you should probably should keep your head up a little bit more, be quick on your defensive rotations, all that type of stuff. Because like you said, they are a young team, right? I've seen. Why
0: wasn't Anthony Edwards still starting from the beginning? Like why did. Why did Kerr think he should come off the bench?
1: I don't know. I I really have no answer for that at all. (laughs) I mean, I don't think he ever really – I don't think he ever tried to bring him off the bench. I think he might have mentioned it to him, and then it was made very clear early that Ant was the most talented guy on this team, and it was like done from there. But
0: Was that your opinion when you saw the roster that Ant was the most talented?
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Still think that. Um he He's could just do these
0: Where's Halliburton? Because you know Halliburton's my guy. Where does Halliburton rank to you on this team?
1: Um, in NBA terms, probably probably second. Probably second. I'm trying to think on Yeah. I'll probably I'll take him over Ingram at this point. I'll take him over Jaron. Take him over Brunson. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably Anton Hiley for sure but Holly's like a Kirk type of player, right? Moves the ball quick can shoot from, from anywhere. Right. And his impact numbers are like the best on the team that I think I saw today, as far as like, plus minus stats, all that type of stuff. He's been the highest impact guy and it, it makes sense. It makes sense. So I don't oh. want to say our guy, Mr. Reeves is like third or second. <laughs> We're going to say it's because he played with Holly. You know what I'm saying? Holly carrying that man. I'm just kidding. So
0: what's the real story with Reeves? Is he that good? Is he being overhyped? What? I need to know.
1: Both. He's good. He's very good. I think he's a player. He's one of those players that's, like, he can play with good talent. That's kind of rare. Like, you know what I mean? Some players, you put him next to other guys. Like, we see Brandon Ingram if you take the ball out of his hands or if you put him in certain situations, he hasn't really developed the ability to play off of other guys as good as he possibly could. Reeves is a dude that he can really blend in holding up, handling the ball, playing off the ball. However he's needed. However he's needed. Right. He's not the most talented guy though. Right. Like we've seen he's a decent defensive player because he has length, but certain situations one-on-one, he can't guard certain guys. Right. But you can put him in a team concept, and he can be a part of a defense that's number one in the league, as we did with the Lakers. And he's a guy that has a little bit of juice to him offensively, but he's not going to lead your offense like be a twenty-five and and six type of guy. You know, so. he's
0: on this team, and our our boy Jordan Poole wasn't even considered for it. So, um, that's true. Right now, who's the better player between those two? Jordan. Still Jordan.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we'll see it. Jordan has his own, he's freedom now. Like, he can do what he wants, show his complete bag, His all of his strengths completely, all of his flaws completely. Whereas with Reeves, it's like, dude, he's, like I said, he's good. He plays with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, come on. They make the game so easy for the players around him. You can run a screen and roll with LeBron and get a good shot every time. You can run a screen and roll with Anthony Davis and get a good shot every time.
0: Were you saying that Steph Curry did not make the game easy for Jordan Poole? Justin,
1: um, he did, but a lot of the minutes were like not together. You know what I mean? So like he ain't had that luxury, and it's like you're playing next to another guard where Reeves is playing with two bigs. LeBron's pretty much a big at this point. It's it's so much easier when you got just a pick and roll partner that can catch everything. You got two of them that can just catch everything and finish everything. Makes it super easy. That's why it kind of got under my skin when people were talking about Reeves and Clay. In comparison to each other in that series, it's like if Clay had Anthony Davis rolling whenever he came off a screen, and both of his defender and Anthony Davis' defender drops with AD so he can just do whatever he wants, Clay would have looked a little different, I'm pretty sure. So that's why I'm kind of like Reeves is good, but people are overhyping him and just kind of undermining the fact that he plays with great players.
0: Right. I got
1: you. Okay.